You are listening to a recording from saleschatshow.com. To stream or download a huge number of other informative recordings that will power your sales success, please visit www.saleschatshow.com. Really hope you enjoy this session. Thanks for listening. So hello and welcome. This is Simon Hazeldean, Phil Jessen and Graham Jones from saleschatshow.com and a little break to our usual valuable content, uh, something a little bit sort of light and entertaining. We thought we would share our most embarrassing sales moment. It has been said you learn as much from your mistakes as from your successes and uh, we hope that will be the case here. Mr. Mr. Jessen has kindly volunteered to go first and share his biggest mistake, and then which stage Mr. Jones and I will not share ours and just leave <laughs> Phil. No, no, we will, we will. Phil, your most embarrassing yes. sales moment. Yes, thank you for that. Yeah, it happened many years ago, although the memory still haunts me. It was one of those cold, wintry days, and I turned out to see this prospect uh, and a company near Coventry and because it was a very cold frosty day I had this sort of John Watson style sheepskin coat on don't laugh hastily it was actually very fashionable in its day and um, he did say it was a long time ago <laughs> 30 seconds in the prospects PA said can I take your coat for you I said yes thank you very much it was a very good meeting I seem to be making good progress building good rapport with uh, this uh, uh, chief executive that I went to see and um, at the end of the call, I, I put on my coat, and uh, he turned to me and said, why have you got my coat on? And I said, it's my coat. He went, that's my coat you're wearing. I said, no, no, I came with this coat, and your PA took it. I assume she put it on that rack at the back of your office, and I'm putting the, no, that's my coat. Get my coat off. So we had this debate, and then five seconds later, the PA comes in, clutching my coat so we both got the same John Motson style coat which only just goes to prove that we were both on the leading edge of fashion at that time <laughs> so or that, not. that's my embarrassing moment it still haunts me to this day but I have to say therapy has helped <laughs> fantastic uh, Mr Jones your well, most embarrassing salesman mine is also fashion related you would think that we <laughs> sorted this out in advance but trust me we have not sorted the story this is going back to a joint venture I had with a, a client and that we were working together to get business from another client a pharmaceutical company and uh, my client who I joined together with in this joint venture uh worked from home and one of his employees was his son and so I turn up ready to go to this meeting with this big pharmaceutical client we were doing a multi-million pound deal with them and that I turn up at my friend's kitchen for a cup of coffee to get our act together to make the sales pitch to this pharmaceutical company a bit later on that day and Chris the son is standing in the kitchen and he says at one point while I'm chatting away drinking coffee did you get dressed in a hurry this morning, Graham? <laughs> and I said, why? And he just stared at me and just looked down. And I'm thinking, are my flies undone? No, that's not the case. And then his dad, Tony, looked down and went, oh my goodness, you plonker. Or words to that effect. 
because I'd got odd shoes on. <laughs> and I said, we're going to go into this meeting with this client, multi-million pound client, and I'm wearing odd shoes, and I haven't got time to go back home. What colour were they? Uh, they were both black, so they were at least both the same colour, uh, but they were markedly different. In but one was from your glam rock era. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so he said, I'll tell you what we do. When we arrive... Yeah, at reception, stand behind me so when the client comes to get us, he doesn't notice. Yeah, and then I'll walk down the corridor in front of you so you can't see. And then when we get in, I'll stand in front of you so you can sit down and your feet are under the table and he'll never know. So this kind of choreographed thing happened, and I arrived in the office and I sat down. And of course, he hasn't noticed uh, my uh, fashion faux pas. And we get to the end of the meeting and the deal is done and we've got the contract to run this big event for this pharmaceutical company and we stand up to say thank you very much and my friend Tony says uh, David that was fantastic thank you so much uh, for this contract because we didn't think we were going to get it as Graham's wearing odd shoes <laughs> Marvellous Mine, mine is not a fashion faux pas, it's a, a negotiation faux pas. I, uh, many years ago, went to see one of my uh, large clients to list a new product with them. I'd done my planning and preparation. I had a copy of the presentation for the clients, had a copy of the presentation for me. And in my copy of the presentation, I had written all of my negotiation notes, my parameters, what I was prepared to give away, etc., so on and so forth. And you obviously know what's about to happen <laughs> is that inadvertently I handed the pr presentations are identical and I handed my copy of the presentation to the customer. I didn't realize um, until I'd started my little presentation. He's holding his little presentation. I'm holding mine. I turn to page one, sort of go, oh, I could have sworn I'd written a couple of prompts to things to turn to page two, blank, no, no notes, page three, no <laughs> notes, page four, no notes. And I look up at my customer who is smiling at me across the table and he says something like, if I recall, I appear to have your copy. <laughs> from, a, from a technical perspective, the power balance in the negotiation shifted quite dramatically at that point. Luckily for me, I had written quite small, and also my handwriting is not very tidy, so I don't think he was able to glean a whole lot. We had a very good relationship. He disdainfully flicked my copy back across the table to me and said, shall we start again? <laughs> so that was not my most successful product listing or indeed negotiation. Uh, and to top that, I had also inadvertently arrived with odd shoes and I put his coat on at the end of the So that, uh, our gentle uh, listeners, uh, that are our three of our embarrassing sales moments. We would like to point out from a legal disclaimer that we are actually reasonably effective as salespeople and we don't go around making a habit of this, but we might do embarrassing sales moments, Mark, too. But I did learn from, from each of these that actually that they just show us as normal people. That's a good point. And people like to buy from normal people. They yeah, don't yeah. like to buy from people who don't make mistakes. Or good if they have made a mistake, yeah. they admit to it, and it's all kind of normal. Uh, if you're trying to, if you're pretending to be someone you're not, mm. yeah, okay, I made a cock-up, I put the wrong shoes on. 
and I suspect that David has done that sometime in his life before and he realised that I was normal as well and yeah. you know somebody's put the wrong coat on before mm. and somebody's handed out the wrong things before just admit you're normal and it's all okay Good yeah point. I think serious point super slick super slick just doesn't connect with yeah. people and uh, you can be too slick and too polished so uh, find a, find a slightly more pragmatic way than the three cock ups demonstrated by us but uh, <laughs> I think Graham's got a really valuable point about being genuine and honest yeah. and then you, then you connect with your uh, customer more successfully so thank you very much Simon Hazeldean Graham Jones and Phil Jesson for sales chat show dot you have been listening to a recording from saleschatshow.com. To stream or download a huge number of other informative recordings that will power your sales success, please visit www.saleschatshow.com. Thank you very much for listening.